Hey, 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 welcome back. Episode 15. Now we got the Star Wars episode this week. We got Harold in. Harold was going to join us last week. There was a conflict, but now we got him on this week. We also got Christina showing a cameo appearance. So uh, just sit back, relax, enjoy, try not to fall asleep. This is the Ramble. with episode 15 it's the star wars episode we got harold on now uh we were supposed to get him on last week but there was some scheduling conflicts we had Kendra, but it worked out and we also got christina back uh fun fact uh, christina and harold are married indeed we are since when man why does she have to ask me questions <laughs> like that? i'm not supposed to remember pop that, quiz when did we get married i think you were drunk that night mm. <laughs> 2000 and Ooh. I love you, baby. I love you so much. I don't remember. I had to think about it, too, actually. 2007. 2006. 2007. 2007. Mm. Yes. Mm. Next week's episode, we're doing therapy. (laughs) So please stay tuned for that. I will be back for that one, I suppose. (laughs) I deserve it. (laughs) So anyways, we're doing the Star Wars episode. Uh, Mandalorian's back on right now. I think they're on their third or fourth episode right now and i'm a big fan of mandalorian it i was never a big fan of i don't okay let me scratch that i was never really into mandalorians and the whole scene all that i thought okay you know they're bounty hunters big whoop let's fight about it but i don't know something about john favreau writing a story about a mandalorian like it's it's compelling. Yeah, he's really got it together. I, I really hope he takes over Lucasfilms yeah. at some point. I, I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. Him and Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni worked with George Lucas for many, many years before. And them as like a team, just it just it works. works. They, they have it all together. They know what they're doing. They yeah. should just be able to just take the ball and run. Yeah, and John Favreau's been doing, me, not media, movies for a long time. I remember him in Swingers. I remember when he did all those other movies with Vince Vaughn. He's been in forever, but he kickstarted the Marvel franchise. Yeah, he, yeah Iron Man. Our, Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man one and two, right? He didn't do three, I don't think. I think he just did the first two, but yeah. he's appeared in a All lot of them. them too. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, John Favreau will eventually be on this, so that's the goal. Yeah. Oh, is we're it? gonna be bigger than Joe Rogan, and John Favreau is gonna be my co-host. You heard that. You heard it here. <laughs> He's going to have to follow me, though. It's going to be a tough act. It is going to be a tough act. That was the other thing. I am uh, pretty intimidated because Harold knows a lot more about Star Wars oh, than I do. that's not true. He knows a little bit more about Star Wars than I do. I mean, just the a la- Just a little just bit. Just a smidge. I mean, mm-hmm. just last week he was explaining to me that the Enterprise actually wasn't going to the Outer Rim. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to the Inner Worlds. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. That's true and correct. In and fact, I'm going to pepper in things that are untrue so that you can just, research them later just to right. see whether or not I was telling you the truth. I, I just don't understand why Jordy LaForge never had a lightsaber. I mean, Mace Windu got one. Right. What's up with that? <laughs> it's weird. He was blind, so probably. But he, that's why he was a force user. There you go. Why <laughs> Every, he didn't need That was the original Star Wars mask was his little visor. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> Christina's sitting over here just like, what are they? Like, are they speaking English right now? Is this English? I'm going to get another shot. One moment. <laughs> She's like, wait, this isn't Stargate one. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? 
Like, yeah, Batman's my favorite character, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the one with the red lightsaber and the mask, right? Uh, is that the one Harley Quinn's in? Is that, does that have Harley Quinn in it? That was Jar Jar Binks. That was. <laughs> Speaking of him, did you watch the most recent episode of The Mandalorian? No, um, usually Fridays after I finish the podcast recording, I'll oh, okay. put everything away and kind of... I, I hit up my three shows weekly that I watch. Oh, okay. Mandalorian being one of them. All right. I don't want to spoil it for you, then. Oh, you can I hear the Jar Jar Binks voice actor yeah, is in it. Well, he wasn't just a voice actor. He was like the very first person to do like a complete movie performance in motion capture. Before Andy Serkis? Yeah. Andy Serkis credits him with a lot like pioneering a lot of the techniques that he ended up perfecting doing uh, Gollum and, and other characters and stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. And he got a like um, a lot of hate online. Ahmed Best, the uh, guy that played Jar Jar Binks, he got a ton of hate, man. Like, did they think he was gonna like act like Jar Jar Binks' character? I, I think they thought that he ruined Star Wars for some reason, as if he was the you know one that directed the character to do what it did or something. Because he was I'm, silly, and I know I can understand that people were like, "Oh, here's a silly character in a movie that should be a little bit more serious and dramatic." But I like that comic relief. Yeah, I mean, I. I liked it. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's a lot of people are just like, this isn't my Star Wars, at least when the movie came out. This is my Star Wars. I don't like this goofy goofball, yada, yada, blah, yeah. blah. And it's like, <laughs> just watch the movie and enjoy oh, it. Oh, Misa it got kicked out. <laughs> Misa, no. He wasn't my favorite character in the world, don't get me wrong. But like, I don't know that I would go after the actor online and start giving him a bunch of crap to the point where the guy's like literally needs mental help in order to deal <laughs> oh, wow. with it. Yeah, like it was, it was bad. See, and they did bring Jar Jar back, though. In the second one, the yeah, he was in the second movie, but he had no speaking role. A little bit, I think. You know, he talked just a little bit. Um, oh, he and he took over as senator for yeah. Padme for a minute while she took off to go and. Wasn't he the one like I was? It, uh, I support like he's the one that like voted first, right? To like, yeah, oh, let's give the, the senator power. Chancellor, yeah, to get emergency powers to create the clone army or yeah. whatever. Yeah, fucking Captain Picard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knew he was going to be the, the emperor the whole time? I thought it was going to be, you know, Everybody. Will Wheaton's character. Who's? Wesley Crusher, Will oh. Wheaton. <laughs> I thought he was going to be, you know, but he ended up being Kylo Ren, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's confused. <laughs> She's just throwing it out there. Well, I do have something I can say about Jar Jar Binks. Oh, really? So, okay, everybody, hold on. So, the first time I learned about this character was in high school. Um, I lived on Millbrook and my good friend Adam lived on Dakota. Fake streets. Fake yes, streets. fake streets in an unknown town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember every Halloween, this kid would be riding his bicycle in a Jar Jar Binks mask going down to go to high school. And I'm like, and I turn, I'm like, is that my friend Adam? Shout out to Cap and Math. Um, but yeah, he would dress up as Jar Jar Binks for Halloween every year. And that's so how I how learned who years? that character. Well, I mean, he was a great above me. So just, Two, I just remember a couple, years, a few years. years. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. I, I don't remember the Jar Jar Binks. I remember the robe. He wore a robe. Yeah. Or Jedi mm -hmm. cloak. Yeah. What, Jedi cloak. Mm -hmm. She made some of those for me. I did. When we were first dating. Yeah, I was we trying to impress him. For um, my son, my oldest son's birthday party. 
we did a like a whole Star Wars party. She made robes for me, Ansley, and Adrian too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. And by made them means you I them. went Got to cloth. the store and I, purchased. I, I went to the sheep and I <laughs> you went to took Spirit its, Halloween. I took its, oh no, I went and I went to my sheep in my backyard and oh. I took their wool and I made thread and I dyed I knitted it. that yeah and I dyed it brown and knitted everything it and I put together. it together and I made yeah. these really awesome cloaks for them. I was pretty proud. Yeah, it was nice. And where are they now? Hmm. Who knows, man? <laughs> Probably in the dump somewhere. <laughs> that was like 17 years ago. That was a long time ago. <clears throat> not 18 years old. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Cool. But anyways, yeah, we'll start off with Mandalorian. It's super entertaining. I see they're kind of delving away from his focusing on him in this new season, and they're more kind of exploring just the open world. Yeah. Um, but I do like his character. It's just something about him just he's on a journey yeah and he's i don't know i can't even explain it it's just something compelling john favreau man yeah what do you think about the whole like his sect of mandalorians that refuse to take their that refuse to take their helmets off and then the other mandalorians that take it off all willy-nilly see when i learned that when bo katan explained everything Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i'm more on her side i'm like they can take their helmets off. Boba Fett took his helmet off. Right. And Boba Fett was like the most badass. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of all I know. But yeah, when she explained that whole thing, I see her point of view is more understanding. Yeah. Um, as to it. Well, the, the, the ones that don't take their helmets off, I'm pretty sure that they're part of like this religious sect that was called Death Watch. And they were quote and kind of the bad guy not the bad guys but really they were considered like the offshoots mm-hmm. like when there were a lot of mandalorians around yeah because bo katan keeps saying your cult your cult twisted yeah. our, our because we're, when she came up it was not taking your helmet off didn't matter all of that stuff didn't matter it wasn't um there was no creed like that that was real hard and fast that you don't ever take your helmet off um and that all stems from the armorer right i feel like that she's kind of well, he, well, she, it's a girl, right? The armorer? I think that we can safely say that yeah. the character is female. So the armor, armorer seems more like the one that's like the cult leader. Like, yeah, that, she's, she's the one making the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's taken over that whole religious dogma and ran with it with her little group of Mandalorians that mm-hmm. are that are left or whatever. But um, I think it's more interesting that like, like in the the most recent episode they kind of start they're starting to meld the two together where like you're kind of understanding both sides of it and mm-hmm. Bo-Katan is kind of starting to understand yeah because on the them getting together on the last yeah I remember the last episode because she dove in to save you know Din Djarin from the drowning right. which was kind of weird I was like how the hell did he drown that fast? Yeah. First did, off. Like, did something pull him in? Like, I was kind of confused by that right. part, too, until they came back up. Right. And when she looks over, she sees that creature. That's the mythosaur. That's the mythosaur. Yeah. And I, I will admit, I did, even though I'm not, like, super, super into that, I saw, oh, that's a mythosaur. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Like, even I knew the power of that. Yeah. Like, those are, like, mythical creatures with, like, untold amounts of power or whatever. Yeah. yeah the, that, and the whole, what the minds was... The, the lair, right? They were saying the mines were the mythosaur lair. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Because the whole Darksaber thing where he, like, Din Djarin has trouble using it. It's, yeah. It seems really heavy to him. But when you see Bo-Katan using it, she just swings it around like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to some other podcast, um, and they were 
talking about the lore of it or whatever, about how she's sure of herself. Like she knows why she's wielding the dark saber. She knows what she wants to do with it. And Din Djarin's just kind of like, this is just a, yeah, it's just a sword. I, I believe that's how the second season started, right? With him trying to learn how to use it, and yeah, the armor kept and saying, it "Just got heavier and heavier." Sure like you have to, like he doesn't believe in the saber. It's supposed to represent like the person that takes over and runs Mandalore and is the leader of Mandalore. But I don't. He doesn't really want any part of that. So it's like he's not connecting with the blade. Is essentially what right, the story is. Well, because up until the a couple episodes ago, Mandalore was gone, right? right? It's just, uh, uh, they purged it and nothing was left alive. So he, yeah. he him's like, no, there's no Mandalore. So right. how, how can I rule anything? I think the myth is more, not so much about the land, but the people mm-hmm. where it's ruling all of the Mandalorian as a people. Um, but I think it's going to be interesting to see like, cause you have to win it in combat and right. you assume Bo-Katan still wants the dark saber as she always has, as she used to have it. But she would have to kill him to take it. So yeah, she'd have to get, best him. If they get married, then well, he didn't. He didn't kill Moff Gideon. He just bested him. Yeah, I don't know how that. I was because they they're supposed to lose it in combat. I was always um, assumed that that meant death. So the I I didn't watch any of the animated series, but I do know that the dark did come from the animated series. Right. Which it was, one, made... was it Rebels or was it Clone Wars? I think the first time it appeared and you got the story was um, in Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. But none like, of them had that issue. might have been Rebels. You might be right. But none of them had that issue of not being able to wield it, right? It was... Right. That and didn't I, get brought up until Mandalorian, right? No. And I think it was because they got... They were connected to the myth of it and I have this and now I rule Mandalore. But Din Djarin doesn't want to rule Mandalore. He doesn't care about any of that. He just wants to redeem it. So if the sword really is imbued with this magical essence that allows you to then rule all of the Mandalorian people, but you don't have any belief. It's like having faith in something and then not being able to wield the faith of because you don't really have faith in it. Right. Um, he doesn't believe. He doesn't believe. Yeah, he doesn't believe like, in the whole myth of it or whatever. So, like, if the blade was Tinkerbell, he wouldn't be able to fly. Exactly. <laughs> he wouldn't have the, the dust. I had to get her. She wasn't understanding. <laughs> I, like, I just see the look on her did, face. My it, eyes are glazing over. Did my... that make it make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Christine, like I just talked to Christine like this, like no pixie dust or whatever. She was just looking back and forth, like, uh-huh. I need another shot. <laughs> <laughs> One that's more like, shot would make this make sense. That's like, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but okay. I think it does. Okay. You go get another shot. <laughs> another thing that I'm kind of wondering and contemplating, and then now that I see that, you know, Bo-Katan technically redeemed herself because Armor is like, did you swim in the living waters of Mandalore? Yes, I did. Have you removed your helmet? No, I haven't. Well, then by Creed, you, you're redeemed. Right. And she, you can see she kind of had contemplation. Right. Like she thought about she's it. She's starting to believe it. And now she chose. Now and then I was like, wait, she's choosing to keep her helmet on. I was waiting for her to be like, fuck this. Right. Yeah. But she didn't. She just kind of went with it and it ended. And then in the towards at the end of the first season, when the armorer said that Dinjarin and Grogu were, they were a clan of two. Oh, yeah. And they haven't, they haven't, they've been staying together. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wondering like, is he going to f- eventually have his own clan like yeah and that's the, the what, in between yeah that's what makes it seem like they may end up getting together and that means they don't have to fight over the saber 
right? Because that's kind of the big thing. Like, she's going to have to defeat him or kill him or do whatever in order to get the Darksaber. Because that's always, in the cartoons and her characters, that's always been her mission. To get the Darksaber? To get the Darksaber, yeah. So I've always wondered. I'm wondering how they're going to work that out. Also, at this point, is there a lot of Mandalorians around still? Are they, are they like, freaking um, scattered all over the universe? Or is this kind of, like, it? Well, I think that the... I think there are a lot of them scattered around the around the universe. I don't know that there's been any like extended like comic books or books or anything. I know there's some with other Mandalorians in it, but in the the most recent episode, uh, they're on that same beach. That was in the first. I get the episodes mixed up sometimes. The episode you saw, the last one, is where Din Djarin comes with the plane and shoots the dragon creature or whatever it is that was trying to kill yeah. them on the beach, right? Yeah. So in, in the most recent episode, they're on that same beach, and it looks like there's dozens of them. Like they're just yeah. coming out of the woodworks. Like so, I think that that's just one like cohort of them, just one clan of them, or one group of them. If <laughs> so, I think they're scattered all over. You know. But yeah, I'm very interested to see where they go, with Mandalorian. I the only thing that I'm also kind of concerned about is the fact that they're diverting more towards other stories, it's like. Not this week's episode, but last week's episode started with him. They go. He fights that thing. Bo-Katan saves him, and then it goes to the back to the story of um, that uh, uh, Doctor Pershing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 almost the whole like I was like, damn, well, I've gone through three commercials. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't into that yeah. either. Like they should have went back and forth on that. I think it was interesting. Like it was its own little. I don't want to say revenge story, but that's kind of how it sounded like. Like yeah. she's like, oh, I'm gonna punish him, like yeah, yeah. and then it, it ended like a Twilight Zone movie. Right. <laughs> she like, like she just turns uh-huh. the knob up on him. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to seeing where that goes though, because one thing that I've learned about uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni is they they're big picture. So mm-hmm. like some things that kind of seem like they might not make sense right now, by mm-hmm. the time the story wraps around to the end or to the end of the season things start so many things start falling into place that you're like oh and that's why they're worth watching again so now that they're going on other stories and dinjarin's story is not so much centralized anymore because now it's not a show about him anymore it's a, it's a star wars show but i wanted his story the same thing happened with um better call saul did you ever watch that yeah we i was didn't finish it though we didn't, I, I didn't finish it either. i'm in the process of finishing it now i'm on like season four um i hear it's great we it's watched great. breaking bad and yeah. this one doesn't like spin-offs but <laughs> we started watching uh, better call saul but i think we got to season four or five yeah so what what happened there is i was into it i'm like okay saul goodman's story but then it started showing the story of um the other hitman nacho and um mike Irwin trout yeah and i'm like okay now i'm more interested in that story like and then when they go back to the saul story i'm like okay i don't care <laughs> I want more Nacho and 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 Mike Ermintrout. I want that story. So that's what I'm afraid of. It's happening with Mandalorian. Is they're gonna get to a point where it's like, okay, we don't care about Dinjar no more. We want to know about Doctor Afra. <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of thought of like, especially because the first episode of the series ends with him meeting Baby Yoda or Grogu mm-hmm. at at first time. So I've always seen the story as being about him becoming a Mandalorian. So the Mandalorian is Grogu. It's mm-hmm. not Din Djarin. Uh-huh. And he can live to be 800 years old just like Yoda did. Right. So that story can keep going on and on and on. So I think we're starting as it's Din Djarin's story. 
and eventually it's just going to move to where the focal point is Grogu. And how I mean, how many seasons can you do with an 800-year-old being? How wow. far in the future can you go? We were talking earlier about the Skywalker saga, and they don't have anything past that. What if this is setting up to go way past, past the whole Skywalker thing? And we could go 500 years into the future, and He'd Grogu be a teenager. could be this badass <laughs> Mandalorian that's, kicked, that's also a Jedi. You know, right. so but then they reference back to Clone Wars, where they where they were they when Bo-Katan told them, "Oh, I've known a few Jedi's and we worked well together." Right. So exactly. that's that little thing, like you were saying, like it's just something extra for a casual viewer, but for the people that know the lore, like, "Oh, she's talking about Obi Wan yeah. and Anakin." And, and Bo-Katan's entire character is a great example of that because she's something that if you watch the cartoons, you're like, "Oh, here's this cartoon character now in live action." But if you're just watching the live action, you're like, here's this character that's contributing to the story yeah. and has relevance in this story and is great. Yeah. And Ahsoka Tano, same, same they did thing, with her. Yeah. Um, Another character, just like Jar Jar, that people hated when, when she first came out, man. <laughs> people couldn't she, stand her when she first came out. They thought she was annoying. She was whiny. Ahsoka Tano, Bo-Katan. Um, who else is from? Uh, Everyone's saying. Todd Vanth. Um, Timothy. Timothy Oliphant's oh, character. right. And yeah. uh, Cad Bane, like you were saying earlier. And I thought Cad Bane looked really good in live action. Yeah. And the person that... I was surprised the person that did his voice, I guess, wasn't the same voice actor from nope. uh, from the cartoon. Fun fact, by the way, because we ramble here. Ernie Hudson did not voice the cartoon char- his cartoon version of his character in the Ghostbusters series because they said he didn't sound too much... Li- he didn't sound enough like the original character. <laughs> He didn't sound like himself in the what? movie, so they they didn't give him the role to voice wow. his, his animated character. That's... Yeah, that's a fun fact. I'm a big Ghostbuster fan, so that's awful though. Yeah. That's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, he uh, did, I I don't think it was more of I don't think it was like an audition, but they he why would he need he applied audition? to voice his <laughs> he he applied to voice his own his character in the animated series, and they're like, no, because. You don't sound enough like the original character. Had his voice changed dramatically? No, he's I did. I don't know. He's after that, and I don't this, remember this his was like, voice being dramatically different. This was like late '80s, early '90s when yeah. that cartoon came out. Wow, so. that's terrible. But yeah, what that, character are you talking about? Ernie Hudson from <laughs> Ghostbusters. Which guy is that? Wait, what was the, the name of his character? <laughs> Winston. 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 Good old Winston. There it is. Yeah, his name was Winston, and apparently he didn't sound enough like himself to play himself. There's something wrong about that. That's just weird. People's voices do change. Like, I, have you noticed how much Mark Hamill's voice has changed yes. over the years? As a matter of fact. Okay, here's something I didn't think of it until just now. Okay, Mark Hamill. Everybody, he's Luke Skywalker. But it's been, what, 70, 80, 90, 50 years? No, 40, 40 years. 40 years yeah. since he was Luke Skywalker. He's voiced the Jokers for so long. I don't hear when I hear Mark Hamill talk. I don't think Luke Skywalker. You think the Joker? I think Joker. And when they have now the he's no longer voicing the Joker, and I hear the Joker's voice, I'm like, that's yeah, that's not the Joker. To be fair, he did a lot more voiceover work as the Joker than he did as Luke Skywalker. But I associate him more with the Joker now. When I hear Mark Hamill talk, I'm like, that's the Joker. Yeah, (laughs) that's unmistakable. Yeah, I don't associate him as Luke Skywalker anymore. And and, he first did it in Batman the animated series, right? The one. mm -hmm. From the, the early, early 90s, early. late 80s, early 90s. The animated series Batman was by far, and I've seen all almost all the Batman, at least a few episodes of all the new Batman series that came out in mm-hmm. cartoon form. 
animated series is by far the best. Yeah, I don't think you'll get much argument from anybody on that. That no. thing won. It's just it won everybody over. Like that's just yeah. the best. I guess they remastered it recently too. Now it's mm-hmm. it's even in high definition. Yes. I haven't watched it like that, but I watched that growing up, and I that's something mm-hmm. I need to rewatch, man. <laughs> the animated series in a long time. Yeah. yeah. By far, they had the coolest um, the intro Batmobile and the intro. I thought yeah. the intro was great, man. It was perfect, like just eighties nostalgia or nineties nostalgia, yes. and it was intros. very vengeancey. Yeah, oh, it's so dark. Mm-hmm. I like the artwork was just really good because there wasn't a lot of detail in the buildings and like I don't know, it was just everything about it was great. Okay. And it, it was, was all just boxed real... off in square chins and yeah. And, and then when the and then in the fight scenes, it, it was like, doosh, <laughs> like. You were in, he was a fight scene. Did you watch the original <laughs> Batman series with Adam West and Burt Ward? <laughs> I've seen a, Bert, quite a... Burt Ward? Burt Ward was Boy Wonder Robin, yes. Right, yeah, okay. And Cesar, Cesar Romero was uh, Joker. Oh, yeah. And oh, what's the guy that played... Two different guys played the Riddler. And I remember uh, the, there was one of them that he refused to shave his mustache. So they yeah. just put the, Oh no, that was the, the other yeah. guy that played the Joker. Huh? Yeah. That was Cesar Romero. And he refused to shave his. Mustache. Yeah. If you so see, funny. if you look close enough, you, <laughs> you can see, see he has mustache. a mustache. Yeah. But it was so cheesy. Like I literally, I saw a clip just recently on like TikTok, and it was, um, Batman and it was Adam West Batman. And he's like in a little dorm room or, or office or something. And they're like, he's showing them a poster. And then the poster goes up and the Joker's behind the poster. And he's like, hello, kiddies. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he's like, he hasn't, he goes, Joker, you're under arrest. He's like, no, he hasn't done anything illegal yet or whatever, right? And, and Adam was like, yeah, we can't arrest him. And then the dude's like, no, he's loitering. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, then jo- and then the Joker was said something. I'm like, no, no, no. To be loitering, I have to be here for three minutes. And he looks at his clock. He goes, I have 30 seconds left. And like, he just walks out the door and Batman's like, I'm stumped. Like it was just so cheesy. Like he got out on a technicality. Like I'm not loitering. Cause I was here less than three minutes. The arch villain gets out on a technicality. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. I watched that, um, reruns of that when I was a little kid over with my cousins all the time. Uh, we used to watch it after school. Mm-hmm. So I have fond memories of that show and it, but it was cheesy back then. Like, it's so, yeah. Yeah. So circling back to Star Wars, um, I know we were getting, we're running a little bit out of time here, but we did, we were going to bring up Andor real quick. You just, you said Andor was the best show you've seen so far. Um, yeah, that's a, I'm going to make a bold statement about Andor and say that um, it is the best Star Wars ever made. I got to watch it. Then. It's very good. I haven't gotten into it. I haven't started. I didn't know who it, what it was or who it was, but from what you were telling me, it plays off of uh, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. And it's... Cassian Andor Cassian is Andor. one of the main characters in that movie, and uh, the story is prior to that, like leading up to him joining the Rebellion. So it leads up to him. Is it the, the way Rogue One ends, where the end of Rogue One is the beginning of Star Wars? Um, so the end of Andor is like the beginning of Rogue One or, um, I don't think we know that yet because it's still in the first season. Oh, it's still, yeah, it only, it's only had one season. Oh, it wasn't like a limited thing. I'm pretty sure they've greenlit it for a second season and maybe even a third. I think the plan is to make it go three seasons. What's the, uh, the frame here is. So it's before Rogue One because that's where Cassie Andor dies. So it's before episode four. So it takes place. 
gosh, I know that it shows exact dates in there and I'll probably get them wrong, but I think it's somewhere, after three. Yeah. I think it's between, it's between the episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly like where that lines up with like all the other shows that are going on. So the empire is in full force right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The empire is in, uh, there it, it, the whole thing, it's like kind of like a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about the whole, it's about the rebellion, like the spark that starts the actual rebellion. That I thought you that see was Leia. Episode four. Huh? I thought that was Leia. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's that story of, I mean, Leia is part of that. You don't, she hasn't been in Andor yet, but I guess she could show up. In she it. was in the, they did introduce her though. Um, Boba Fett, right? No, in, no. uh, uh, the Obi-Wan series. Oh yeah. Obi-Wan She's in there as a child. Yeah. Right. So they do, they do have, so she, yes, they did plant that seed. Right. Yeah. So she could easily show up in Andor at some point mm-hmm. and, because she's obviously a big part of the rebellion behind the scenes. Right. But yeah, it's just kind of setting the, it shows like the, I think the reason that it's so great is because it shows a lot of like the inner workings of the empire. Mm-hmm. They're not just these bad guys in suits or in uniforms or this scary guy with a <laughs> lightsaber, you know, like it shows like the, like really how um, people are treated under the thumb of mm-hmm. the empire. Like how crappy they're treated, mm-hmm. how unfair they're treated. But he brought safety and, uh, what did he say? The whole line. I used oh, to know. I've been uh, drink- I have too many shots. So <laughs> another shot coming right up. <laughs> you know, the line I'm talking safety about safety and prosperity or something like that to our new mm-hmm. empire or something like to that. my new empire. Oh yeah. Your new empire. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, and I, you have to watch Andor because I've, I've, I'm actually watching it for a second time. Pick, it's that good. Picking, the, picking yeah. up all the little things you missed. Yeah, I like it a lot. Definitely we'll start that. That'll be um, number no, – I'll throw that in my Friday night watching to my show. So it'll be four shows. I, I think it's um, – How long are the episodes? Eight or ten episodes. Most of them run anywhere from like 40 minutes to uh, an yeah. hour. Definitely one a week then to yeah, catch up. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then maybe one before bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I used to watch Binge. One at night, and then one in bed on my phone. <laughs> How many shots is that? Two. Four? <laughs> you know, like two. She says two because she wants you to she take She divides four. it by half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how she do. It's called uh, Common Core Math, guys. <laughs> PEMDAS. PEMDAS. So, okay, I'll definitely pick up Andor. That's going to be definitely a once a week or to binge. But, yeah, I um, recommend it. I'm going to do that. And what else? I think that was, there was just so much to go off with Star Wars. And then we kind of rambled off into yeah. Marvel, DC and Star Trek. But what? Can we put a poll on this podcast I and can. do a vote? Star Trek or Star Wars? Oh, wow. Way to go ahead. Or are you both? What is it called if you're both? It's called um, you, know, you have common sense because they're both good. I'm still waiting for the Klingon Jedi's to show up. Yeah, man. me too. Yeah, the Klingons and the Mandalorians are gonna go to war. <laughs> I'd watch <laughs> that. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, one last thing I want to bring up: Do you ever hear that comedian's bit about J.K. Rowling not writing Harry Potter but writing Star Wars with sucky lightsabers? Uh-uh. You ever heard that? No. Oh, I'm gonna. What comedian is that? I I will have to find it. But basically, he parallels Star Wars and Harry Potter. 
He goes, "Have you I, watched Harry I, Potter?" I, yeah, I, I got to bring. I've never it. watched any Harry Potter. Like I've seen a little bit here and there, but mm-hmm. I've I've never. I got to bring it up, but um, I'll go after we after we're done here. I'll show you. It's it's like two minutes long, but Harry Potter and Star Wars. Harry Potter was basically Star Wars with sticks instead of lightsabers. <laughs> magical wands magical wands yes but we're gonna go ahead and end it with that because we rambled a little bit too much this is probably gonna be the longest episode we got i want to thank christina christina you were the been the best guest on this episode today you're welcome i I really really enjoyed your input here that was a cameo at best anytime my friends anytime (laughs) she she brought up some well thought out articulated topics to the conversation and we are a little too much it's what i'm good at guys what can i say i award her 100 points for her house and we all we're all leaving this a little um smarter now or drunker whatever (laughs) (laughs) thank you harold yeah, no problem, man. I popped Anytime. your podcast, Cherry. Yes, Cherry is popped. And now I have to do another podcast tomorrow. tomorrow. So You want to plug it? This is a good warm Don't up. plug it here. Don't plug uh, it here. Unless there's a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it's called XN Interviews. Yeah. And it's streamed on YouTube? Yeah. No yeah. one will be able to find no it, I'm sure. It's, it's a little right. thing, you know. All right. Well, like they said, we're ending that. We'll... we'll um, is drunk, so I'm gonna go ahead and just call it a night. We're gonna go ahead and jazz. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. You can check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We are everywhere. And you can check me out on Anchor.fm/slash Rambling Ray and find me on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Ramble Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll Bam. see y'all next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's a readout. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>